Hey, welcome to the Resistance Chronicle. I'm Matt. I'm Eric. And today we're talking about some mind control. Um, so last time uh, we were out here, we did an episode, and it was our pilot episode, and it was our first time ever recording, our first time ever meeting, and we kind of wanted to share a little bit of that that story. Yeah, I mean, we started out. We I I think we met on a f- Facebook page, Facebook page in the town. Yep. And um. You know, we started talking to each other and then you brought up the idea of like you've been researching doing podcasts and I kind of got the idea of like I kind of want to get out there and do some podcasts. Let's make a podcast. The first thing, though, that got us together was a comment I made about like a Q-ism where we go one, we go all or something like that. And I hate you with the where we go one, we go all. Something like that, yeah. And, and it's, it's been since March. We've only known each other since March. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here we are doing a doing a podcast together. And, Just uh, recently started texting. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> we we got away from Facebook Messenger and and moved on to to regular uh, texting. So it's a big thing in our uh, relationship here. Yeah. Um, so like I said, we're going to be talking about MK Ultra. Uh, we're going to get into Mockingbird, maybe a little bit about the Tavistock. And uh, basically our show is going to be a weekly podcast that we're putting together. Um, so tune in, subscribe, and we're going to get started with um, MK Ultra and build from there. Go ahead. Give uh, it a shot. All right. So let's start what, talking. What would a show be about conspiracies without a little MK Ultra? A little mockingbird. Um, For anybody that doesn't know what this is that we're talking about, it's basically government mind control. It's um, the things you see on TV, the things you see in Hollywood. These are things that are created in the with the idea of just controlling the masses. And we're getting out there. We're trying to just show people that there's actual government documents and proof that these things have actually happened in this world, and this is what we're under right now. So MK Ultra it started in 1953 and ran till 1973 officially. Who knows how much longer before that? Who knows how much longer after that? Right. So I, I like to look at the before that to see how we built up to that, and um, I, I don't think you can get into that unless you get into Operation Paperclip and and what it did with uh, bringing Nazi uh, scientists over to America, and we all know that they were experimenting with, with mind control and drugs and things like that in the concentration camp. So when it was time to disperse these people out into the, into the wild, into the public, uh, some came to America, some went to Russia, some went to, to South America, and America probably most likely got the cream of the crop of them all, right? Yeah. Um, so I Because, I mean, they did recruit these Nazi scientists for... MK Ultra. I yeah. did I did when I was researching about this. Yeah. They did say they brought them over. I don't know who. Nope. I don't know. I I don't think you'll ever find out who actually was recruited. Yeah, I haven't found any specific names. Uh, I haven't really looked too hard for any any specific names on it either. But um But we, they we these these people did do experiments in the concentration camps. So so the the name MK Ultra, right? MK is supposedly a name or, or a couple of letters that they gave to all these different projects that were going on. And there's other ones, MK this, MK that. My theory on it comes from Operation Paperclip, right? So if, if you look at uh, the German language, um, you, you got the M, right? What's, what's uh, people in German? One of the translations is uh, mention, M-E-N-S-H-E-N, right? It means yeah. men, uh, people in, okay. in German. 
And when you look up the word control to translate it, you got a uh, control uh, So which uh, it's a variation of, of the word control. So is it people control? Is it was it was it German to begin with? Who knows? That's just my theory. Um, but, uh, you know, this went on for a long time. Everything pretty much came out about it in the 70s, and they destroyed the documents. The CIA director at the time destroyed most of the documents, but there's a slew, absolute slew of stuff out there. So what we're telling you today, or when you're listening to this, isn't necessarily anything you can't find on the internet. We just want to make sure that people know, uh, you know, that it's out there, and, and it's going to kind of be a good foundation to, to where I see this podcast going uh, with, with yeah. what we talk about, because all this stuff... From the past is, has kind of predicted, you know, what's what's happening here in the future, and it's past predicts future, right? It's something like that, and and it's it's just a continuing, ongoing process, and it's all the same players, all the same families, all the same names, relatives somewhere along the line, names change. You know, who the hell knows? It's a big, deep, crazy spider web, and um, you know, part of us being called uh, the Resistance Chronicle is we want to chronicle you know, what we've built up to, to, to now and, and how we're fighting. And we just want it to be our little part of, of fighting back, you know, yep. and, and just one little thing that we're doing to kind of, kind of try and, you know, help people along. And, you know, I think there's still some people out there that, that could probably, you know, use some of this information that they don't normally get in their Rockefeller textbooks. Um, so what, uh, MK ultra, right. You had the predecessors of operation, uh, um, mockingbird, um, no, I'm sorry. Um, I just lost my train of thought. I totally had a brain fire on my. On oh, my where you at? So Bluebird. Okay, yeah. Bluebird. We right there. Holy crap! Yeah. So, so there right. was the predecessors, Bluebird, and and. Um, that was 1950. I think it was April. Yep, Artichoke, and it became Artichoke because of Alan Dulles, the the most sinister CIA man. I think. I think. Ever. Ever, maybe ever, yeah. I mean, you got Bush. You know, he was he was bad, but anyway, well, had ties to the Kennedy assassination. Any, but also the that's the, another podcast. The plane that flew into the Pentagon came out of the airport named after him. Was that a where's Dulles Airport? Is that Washington. a Washington? Yeah, yeah, Washington. So that thing took off, did a spin around, and, and came right back. Supposedly, unless it was a missile, who knows? That's up for debate. So but that's what not is what Bluebird? This Let's go into that. What, what is Bluebird? Mind control operation. All I know of it really is that it's the predecessor to MK Ultra. It was Bluebird, then changed to Artichoke, then changed to MK Ultra. Do you know something different than I do? No, I mean, then you got Midnight Climax. Yeah, Midnight Climax. <laughs> that's, that's, that would be my favorite. Uh, if I was to ever get involved in anything like that. So let's go. All right. acid with a bunch of hookers. Cool, man. <laughs> I mean, what was that? So it took place in San Francisco. Uh-huh. It was in 1955. Safe house honeypots, I yep. think, is the term that they all use in the reports to, to say what it was. And yep. These hookers gave these unsuspecting Johns acid and... Yeah, and seeing Satin if they could, the you could give someone LSD and then, like, I'm part of my French, but fuck them for secrets. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what it was. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really was. And I don't know. I mean, it, did it work? I don't know. I mean, yeah, you got Swalwell now, no, I'm sure uh, you, you know, ho sort of hooking up with Chinese spies. So, yeah. I mean, I, got, I guess it did work a little bit. You know, and then and then where do where where what's next? Then we had that we had artichoke. Now you brought up artichoke for the first time, and I didn't know about that, so I actually had to look yeah. into it. The thing so, I heard I, about it was that it was named that because he liked artichokes, so he changed it from from mock, um, 
Bluebird. Mark, Bluebird. Bluebird to artichoke. Yes. Yep. yes, yes. I'm sorry. I keep keep got having um, Mockingbird on the brain because we're going to get into that too because what would an MK Ultra podcast be without Mockingbird? Um, so yeah, it started in the 50s and, and there was um, uh, Olsen, F- Frank Olsen, yeah. who was dosed up by the scientist uh, Go... Go- this, this is on you, buddy. Oh, this is all new to you? Yeah, okay. this, I don't know about this. All right, so there's um, Sidney Gottlieb was the basically handler for, for Frank Olson, right? So Frank Olson volunteered to go and try out these these MK Ultra experiments. And uh, he was a scientist. He worked for the CIA, and uh, he was partnered up with Sidney Gottlieb. Gottlieb dosed his drink drank it the guy tripped out and nine days later jumped out the window of a hotel oh i did hear about this okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. all right uh, um docu-series on netflix called um wormwood yeah okay and it's all about that and it was you know what what it is it was pretty good you know it was a lot of dramatic acting in between that trying to get you to steer your thoughts to the way the actors are acting and the way the people are talking and everything but no one knows what the hell happened right. in those rooms or anything you only get the reports that that you can go on and the rest is fabrication but yeah this guy supposedly got dosed up with lsd tripped they ran their experiments on him whatever he wanted to quit he wanted to resign he called his wife and said he made a horrible mistake and then out the window he went and is questioning about his death. Yeah, the why did was, he go out the window? The guy was supposedly in the bathroom, Goatlib, the guy that dosed him up was supposedly in the bathroom when this guy threw himself out the window and he just walked away, no questions asked. And Did he whack went, him? When when I, I would assume so. Yeah. I would assume that he wanted to quit. He knew what was going on. You know, I mean, you take acid one time like that, you're not completely crazy. You still know what's going on. They probably made him out to be crazy, right? Right. Because, oh, my God, this is what this drug does that, that you know, you've never you've never heard of. And, uh, yeah, it makes you jump out windows, kind of like Reefer Madness with, with weed in the, in the 30s, you know? Same. I watch it on YouTube. I thought it was, like, thing. parody video. Oh, it's crazy. I, I, it's, it's unbelievable. A, a roommate of mine in college... He uh, he ended up buying the VHS and and we would uh, we would watch it and we'd get baked and watch it. And it, was, <laughs> it was the most ridiculous freaking thing, you know. Everybody's just laughing and having a good yeah. time. It's such a stigma with yeah, it, and yeah, it's like exactly. why. Yeah, no. But what I got from my what I when you talked talk to me about Project Artichoke, I was like, oh, I got to do some research research into this. Um, what I got was it determined whether a person could in, be involuntarily made to perform an act of attemp- attempted assassination. So that got me thinking, well, what about did that get Sirhan Sirhan to shoot Robert Kennedy? Did that get, you know, um, what's going on? Uh, JFK assassinated. Could any of these school shootings be tied into... Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? Into this. Yeah. Any of the mass shootings. The guy that uh, was in Las Vegas. Yeah. You know? There's there's a backstory with him, too, and his family members and all that. And are these people, like an Anderson Cooper, are are these people from these elite families, do they pick these certain children to be put into these mind control camps? And and basically, they're the spokespeople for whatever that family is looking to to push as, as their agenda. When I did a lot of, like, started getting into this MK Ultra and everything, and especially Operation Mockingbird, which is, like, the press uh, brainwashing, 
Um, Anderson Cooper came out like a lot of times on my research of being like working for the CIA. Can we hold on on the Anderson Cooper thing and still just do a little bit of a black yeah. backlog? Yeah, absolutely. We'll get to that later. I but... got one important point. I don't want to get away from it. No, no, right go now, ahead. While we're talking about LSD and this guy was given LSD, right? Frank Olson. And, I mean, there's so much about this, this that know, you, it's easy to get distracted. It's, it's so easy to sidetrack and go down yeah. other, other avenues. I just wanted to bring this up. I thought this was super interesting and in how we're talking about the spider web and everything. So LSD was developed by a, a, a drug company called um, called San 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 Otos AG, and it was owned this drug company San Otos AG by a holding firm called SG Warburg and Company. Now Warburg and Company SG Warburg and Company was owned by a gentleman named James Paul Warburg. Okay. James Paul Warburg, he, he set up a program to um, experiment with LSD. It was called um, the Institute of Policy Studies. So his, his holding company um, backed that. So what, uh, what, what James Paul Warburg's claim to fame is, he's the son of Paul Warburg. Paul Warburg, a.k.a. Daddy Warbucks from the Annie cartoon, yep. is also the man who was the author of the Federal Reserve Act. Whoa! Yeah, they're all frig- it's all tied together, man. It's it's a giant friggin' <laughs> oh. cobweb of of crap. It's it's crazy. You can't have one without the other. And I keep finding this stuff as I as I look into things and listen to different podcasts and whatnot. So I just wanted to touch base on that as as we were talking about uh, you know the the LSD to just to just stay on that subject for a second. Um, but that that's all I had to say about that. <laughs> But, like, part of the part with, like, Project Artichoke that I found, they would do the attempted assassinations. Yeah. They did hypnosis on people. They forced morphine addiction and then did force morphine withdrawals. Mm -hmm. So you're putting a person through complete torture. And then you're using LSD to produce amnesia and other vulnerable states. Yep. And they were all doing it for, 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 like, a truth serum. Yep. And, and when this all started during the Cold War, they, they were supposedly worried about Russian spies. And, of course, they're making the boogeyman Russia, right? Yep. Now we have this split where, you know, one group thinks the boogeyman's China. One group thinks the boogeyman's Russia. So they're constantly creating these um, these, these boogeymen, these these evil people. Or they did it with ISIS. They did it with, you know, um, Saddam Hussein. The, the, yeah. You know, right right down the line. Anybody, well, that could go into who? who... CIA. Yeah. Bush. Well, you know when they started, they didn't use LSD. They used mescaline. Oh, really? Which is, I I could find out what the street name is for mescaline, but um, that was what they called the truth serum. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I I, I think they moved then to LSD. And it was a project that I don't think was just specific to the United States because there was a lot of work done in Canada at McGill University. And what McGill University's claim to fame, at least from what I was told from somebody who works in the food service department of McGill University, is that they consider themselves the Harvard of the North. So it's you know, a pretty prestigious school up in Canada. I don't even know which province of Canada is. It's, you know, it's maybe Toronto or something. Who the hell knows? Um, but yeah, they're doing some some kooky stuff up there. As long with Stanford, along with Harvard, along with uh, uh, MIT, Yale. You know, Yale's got their secret society, Skull and Bones. They all got all their crazy shit, and all those people, man, they're all linked to this stuff. All of them. 
Uh, so, uh, mescaline is like, have you ever heard of peyote? Yeah. So correct. it's peyote. Yeah. So, which is also kind of like an LSD. It's almost like, I think, DMT. You know, Joe Rogan would know the answer to that. But, um, yeah, so when, you know, it, we, we started with that. Then they launched MKUltra in 1953. And now what they did was they had 150 sub-projects centered around, uh, contracted out from yeah. this MKUltra. Sure. And 70 universities throughout the country then took it on yep. and started doing MKUltra with this LSD and everything like that. And, and in turn, what did they do? They created the hippie subculture. Yeah. Right? Because so everyone did acid. They created this anti-establishment culture, and that was like the start of division right there, right? With, within the country, from, from within. You got the old timers that don't want to see that stuff, and you got the new kids that... Or peace, drugs, and rock and roll, and they're all heading over to California and going into their 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 crazy friggin' benders. And oh, there was a lot of homelessness, a lot of violence, a lot of like, like it wasn't it wasn't all peace, drugs, and rock and roll. No, it, it was uh, it was a crazy time. Uh, Laurel Canyon. Do you know anything about Laurel Canyon? Uh, refresh my memory. So I think it is because uh, I've heard that name before. Well, it's an air. It, well, it's definitely a, a something. Yeah, I, I've only listened. I should have looked into it more before we did this this podcast. But um, what it was is an area of uh, California that was it was basically all MK Ultra experiment uh, people going on. All these all these hippies. And, uh, Charles Manson and the family and stuff like that. Yep. And they were really, you know, digging digging into people and and, and making them go crazy. Um, or 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 what they were doing too was they were saying, oh look at look at this movement to like the Midwest and the people that, that weren't seeing all this stuff and you know they're a bunch of druggies and they're crazy and you know it created something something pretty pretty bad to 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 divide us. Did you ever know who was involved with MK Ultra? Like who was a test subject? That would be a big name. Like Whitey Bulger. Tell me. So in 1957, they did these. They did MK Ultra tests in to inmates. Mm -hmm. What year? 1957. Okay. So what they would do, and what Whitey Bulger said, that it was eight convicts in a panic and paranoid state at all times. They were given LSD. And there was, and this was at the Atlanta Penitentiary, and they would question them on like murder mm -hmm. and stuff like that, and then look what happened to him. What Boston? He was like the oh, biggest, the big FBI's yeah. most wanted, supposedly, but he was also the FBI's biggest, the biggest snitch. rat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a mixed story. All the people that he he killed or or killed by someone who was affiliated with him. All. Yeah. Unreal. So then I looked Unreal. deeper into it because I wanted to refresh on it, mm -hmm. and I did it in accidentally, but in Google, and they actually came out saying that the jury, like he actually brought that up, that he was part of this MK Ultra, mm -hmm. and they actually felt bad, like kind of giving him the sentence that they did because he was under a mind control. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe was Whitey Bulger a bad guy, or did all this LSD and everything like that yeah, actually mess him up so bad that he killed people? I think he was a bit narcissistic too, though. Yeah, I mean, it helped who he was, his yeah. personality and stuff. And then another one was Ted Kaczynski. It was, but the thing with Whitey Bulger though is, before you get into Kaczynski, is is he was 
under the wing of the FBI because he was giving them information. So he was taken care of and he was funded very well. Yep. So if, if he was just an average Joe on the street, there's no way you get that big without, without being funded. I mean, you know, the ties with the mafia and the government and, and it's just crazy. Yeah. You know? they're, they're all criminals. But then Ted Kaczynski, he, he had LSD again. He got the LSD yeah. treatment and it was a Dr. Henry Murray. I think it was his name. And it's he they had them write an essay about like what like what they would do to better the world and like like something good. And then once they did that they put electrodes on them like to Shock make sure therapy. they don't No, no, no. no. Oh. Electrodes to make sure they like their vitals are okay. Uh-huh. Not like so they don't die. Oh, okay. And they would give them like personal like stressful like brutal critiques of this essay. Like, really beat them down to nothing. Mm-hmm. And then make them watch, like, the video on repeat of them getting brutally beat down on this essay. And it caused, like, Ted Kaczynski, as he says, to, like, go into isolation in Montana. Yeah, he didn't so want to be around anybody. did he do this because, I don't know, he finally snapped because of this LSD and this treatment and the mental and physical abuse that he got from it. And he wanted to take it out on his abusers. Or did he just, like, you know, you black out and you just do something. And that's what happened. And he was just, like, programmed mentally to do this. Could he have been ordered to do it and given the place of Montana and, and yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't know. These are questions. I, I don't know. Maybe somebody else out there has, has an explanation on it or, or has more information. But there's, there's a lot of stuff out there, and it's, it's unbelievable. And it's, it's crazy once you wake up, what you see, what, how you look at things. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, and everything's connected. You're like, oh, this is this, this. It's like, it, it, remember like Law & Order SVU when that was on? And they'd tie like a pin with a string. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't even be able to see the map anymore yeah. because of how many strings are connected to each and everything. Law and Order SVU. Yeah. So with Law and Order being said, I think that brings us into um, what we should talk about next, which is Mockingbird. Um, my theory, and I have a pretty good one on, on uh, Mockingbird, at least I think it's good in my head, um, is that it was a program that kind of ran simultaneously with MKUltra, whether it was part of the umbrella, it, it could have been. I don't know, but I think it was more of a, a mass, massive scale global program. Um, I definitely think it was funded by the Tavistock Institute, which we mentioned earlier in the podcast, but I think there's just too much going on with that group and what we see now that we should save that for another podcast. Um, but it, it, it figured out how to take all these tactics that they were using with drugs and whatnot and at some point figured out that, that there was another powerful medium that's sitting right in everybody's homes called television. And and I think that came out like right around the time Mockingbird, Mockingbird came yeah, out. Like it was they, like they pretty close. The, the kit TVs that you could buy, right? I could remember my grandfather, I think he might have just gotten rid of it maybe within like the last 10 years, had this giant big wooden box and it was like a big stationary piece of furniture that you weren't moving because it was like a couple hundred pounds that he built himself with the tubes and the wires and the knobs and, and all that stuff. And it was called a Heath kit. And people would get these in their houses. They'd turn on the TV and bam, man, there was Ed Sullivan telling you what to laugh at, how to think, what to, what to do, what to, you know, everything. It's, it's crazy. And yeah, that, that was the start of it, man. I mean, fast forward to today. But remember like yeah. they had Walter Cronkite reading the news. 
Yeah. And everyone thought, oh, well, he's legit because he's reading he's, the newspaper. Yeah. But the newspaper was part of Operation Mockingbird. I laugh when I hear people on Twitter. And, like, you know, as, as, as entertaining as Dan Bongino is, like, when I hear guys like him, those right-wing pundits, talk about, oh, we need good reporting again, like Walter Cronkite and, and whoever else were, were, you know, famous reporters back back in the, you know, the 60s, and they reported the news. No, they didn't, man. They told you what the fuck to think. Right. You know, and they told you what, what news they that their handlers wanted you to hear. But let's not get too distracted. Those, those companies, yeah. Let's not get too distracted from Operation Mockingbird. Like, what is it? Fear is the technique, is what I think with Operation Mockingbird. I think that they strike fear into people to get them to think a certain way. Look at the news. It's always bad news, right? Yep. Always. It's, it's, it's barely any good news. And when it is, it's like this little celebration, and then, oh. At on, the end of the, end of the news. Else. Yeah, yep. exactly. So I think fear is the technique. Um, I think they push things like false flag events. I think that they uh, push things like like the Jesse Smollett story, right? They pick that up and ran with it. Mm-hmm. That come on, man! I, I don't and they know. never retracted that no. they were wrong. Like it just to... goes away. Yep. Bye bye. Yep. And yep. then people forget about it. Yep. How many people listening are like, "Oh, I forgot about Jesse Smollett." Yep. And, yeah. And I'm the object of Mockingbird is to use media for propaganda purposes. Russia bad, China bad, Islam bad, Russia hoax, right? Yep. Russia hoax. 2016, the big Russia hoax. Russia, Russia, Russia had influence on the election. Now it's China, China, and, and Venezuela, and communist countries. So I, you know, I don't know what to believe, you know? It's, it's I don't believe crazy. any of it. I don't either. I, I, I I'm don't watch it. I'm skeptical about all of it. I come up with my own kind of formulated opinions based on what I see. And if I'm right, I'm right. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And time will tell. But what's the difference between me taking bits of every little bit of, of media out there and trying to come to my own conclusion? You know, and, 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 and they'll peg me a conspiracy theorist because I do that because I don't take the spoon-fed shit. Well, of course. I mm. mean, but you you read the article and it's like, you'll read like an MSNBC article, one of those... And then you'll read like a Fox News. And it's just the exact same thing, but just the opposite. So yeah. you know it's not true. It's just it, division. It's yeah. it, I, I don't I don't even know what the whole point is. Like what what is the whole point of make? Why not have it all be MSNBC? Why even have a Fox News? The illusion of choice. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it is. Is an illusion of choice. But it's you look at all of them, you, they're all like CIA yeah. connected. Oh, you think you're right wing? Well, you think you're going to go to Fox News and get some right wing news? Nah, no. You think you're going to go to Newsmax? Because they're all owned by the same thing. people. Yep. yep. What, six, con- six yep. companies? Like, I thought it was cool. Newsmax, when it came out, is this new thing. I don't think it's so cool now. It's just, you know, I don't know. There's n- there's sad. no real news. Yep. It's, because it's I think sad. the problem is, is they can't even get the real news because. They're they're told something. Yeah, nobody knows what the real so news is. So everything is a lie. And follow follow the money. And you'll but you believe when nine eleven happened. Yeah. You believe that terrorists jumped on a plane and yeah. and and uh, blew up the World Trade Center. Yep. So so what that is is dehumanizing, dehumanizing people in order to justify their destruction. Yeah. So when they did that, that gave us reason to say that there were weapons of mass destruction. There were no weapons of mass destruction. There was nothing. There was a guy who wouldn't who who, who wouldn't pander to, to the to the global elite. Yeah. So they shut his freaking country down, man. I mean there's a there's a book called Confessions of an Economic Hitman. 
it goes through all that stuff. Yeah. This guy went around and basically started wars in places and made empty promises to other places all in the name of getting that golden dollar. Yeah. So so we get back to Operation Mockingbird. The let's get back to the roots of it. Where do we go from here? So it's so it started in the fifties, right? Yeah. And then they use the television. So yeah. they what they use the television to brainwash people. Yeah. And so basically, yeah, they they, they feed you. Too and, yep. They feed you a narrative. So yep. like here's. Like, if you notice on TV, I, I have YouTube TV, so my ads are different than everybody else's. Um, but I did notice, like, everybody's wearing masks now on the on the ads. Yeah. Even when you're like, on the highway, the It's like normalizing yeah. that, to wear a mask. And yeah. I don't wear a mask. Yeah. I just don't. How and, fast they got all that shit up, right? And all people this, soak that shit up. All this advertising, that's Tavistock that we're going to talk about in another podcast. I mean, if people don't see, like, like you, you you talk to people on Facebook and you talk to people on whatever, whatever social media, and you're just like, this is a victim of, this is a victim of um, Operation Mockingbird. This is, this is not a person that, like, they just feed you, like, the exact um, conversation they had on CNN or MSNBC. It's... Well, it's there's, just there's that video that, that came out of um, where they all say this is like a threat to our democracy. Yeah, threat to our democracy. Yeah, that was, that was like the keyword there. You like a dark beer or an IPA? I'll do an IPA. Yeah. Thank That's you. That's a good one too. I'm But um, yeah. So you know, it's all the same crap. And you look at like even around here, like WCVB Channel Five. They'll post something, and then WMUR, which is in a same, state over, is channel. the same exact thing, same exact yeah, they, title. They get everything the same except for the local commercials and, and Chronicle. I like Chronicle. I do like that I guy like, that I like talks. New Hampshire, New Hampshire Chronicle. If, uh, if anybody's in New Hampshire and, and they want a decent show that shows you about the state, New Hampshire Chronicle is okay. It's just going to push through the advertising and the propaganda and all that bullshit. But, it's gonna... but you look at people these days, and it's just... It's so like people are so controlled, and it's almost like they they like love it. Yeah. Like it, it's they almost like they it, yeah like they, they need, need someone parents. telling them yeah. what to do, yep. and like I saw someone on Twitter. I mean, I'm in Twitter jail now too. I'm in all of them. I have like all half my social media got cut out in yeah. like one day. I lost Facebook for thirty. That was a nice one. Um, I lost Twitter for seven, and then they asked the political page that we we run. Yeah, and it was like, man, I got a That's bad. Cool. It was a bad hit that yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, it's like I had a good win though. <laughs> it's crazy though. I just yeah, you win in Facebook Court of Appeals. That's my favorite. I challenge everything. Oh, you gotta. Yeah, challenge. and most of it is like they hint hint on like keywords. Mm-hmm. They don't hint on like. Yep. Like they, they don't actually read the whole thing. They're developing the, the they, AI. Yeah. Like <laughs> I told somebody to, as bad as it sounds, they were, they sounded very communist like, and I told them to clean their mouth out with a shotgun. And, uh, um, 
Yeah, that one got me in Twitter jail. Yeah, that'll get you in Twitter jail. That would even get you in Twitter jail if Twitter wasn't a, <laughs> a censoring machine. <laughs> but you know what? I heard that one, and I always thought it was funny. I just thought it was like a funny way to like. I'm not really like you can you can't take it that is like I'm not being serious. Just backtracking real quick because you made that shotgun comment. I know. Was was Kurt Cobain a, a MK Ultra? I didn't mean to, to backtrack um, or regress, but that just popped in my head. And I figured, why not? I got a couple beers in here. Well, there's, there's part of it, like, because you know they tap into Hollywood. Yeah, man. The so, CIA has offices in Hollywood. And they, they, they there's, there's um, hearings, Senate hearings, where they're, they're admitting this. And, yeah, we, we are in Hollywood. We're in the movies. They have people infiltrating. It's, it's absolutely, that's how all this stuff gets out. So, well, like, you heard about, the like, the. Are so good. You heard about, like, the Britney Spears thing, right? What about it? Like where her she's like or... held captive by her dad now, but like oh, was really? she, but like all these like in sync Backstreet Boys, yeah. like when when I, well I, you're a little older than me, but like when I was a kid, like they were like the big thing. Yeah. Were these kids all like products of mind control? And then now like Justin Bieber, yeah, and like oh they say that the the Beatles um, came to America and they they were designed, they were they were made by design and. and Probably MK Ultra too, right? After they took their their turn to, to drugs and whatnot. And I cut you off when you were talking about Justin Bieber. Yeah, well, did you hear about with Justin Bieber about how he claimed like the Hollywood elites killed his unborn child? I mean, this is kind of a different, you know, getting off of mind control. Oh, was it, that mind control though? Was what, I mean, if it did happen. Well, well what like, happened? tell us what happened. Well, we can decide. What all right, happened. so I'm gonna go on checkyourfacts.com. <laughs> so of course they say this is false. So usually, whenever they come out with this is false, it's probably true. Um, but basically, he said like in a lengthy post that Hollywood elites tried to corrupt him and and killed his unborn child. And destroyed the relationship he had with his child's mother, which was Selena Gomez. Uh, they completely, completely flipped me out, and I lost my way for a long time. I went off the rails, which would be when he like started doing drugs, hard partying, yeah, and like yeah, getting yeah. the tattoos and stuff. And then it came out with a little more, where this is what got me. Um, So it said Bieber told now this was at a Bible study that he, he came out with this supposedly. But they he says in this Bible study that he went to a top secret party attended by record ex industry executives where people wearing animal masks attempted to convince him to drink the blood of a dead baby. Well that gets into the hydrate um Adrenochrome. Adrenochrome and a whole nother podcast. Uh, we, we could have a dark a podcast. podcast. We, yeah, we want to have a be, dark podcast. We'll have that next. That would be a good one. But, I mean, it was he, yeah, was he under control? Was he under control by the CIA? Are they still working and using Hollywood elites? Or like did these, they just use them for what they needed and then threw them away? Awesome. Maybe he signed an uh, NDA and can't talk about you know much of it and what he did get out there is just kind of written off as crazy and everyone looks at him like he's just a little bit of a, a, a little troublemaker now, you know? Yeah. Like, who and, knows? You know? I mean, his music's not bad now. 
I, mean, it's, I don't know. He's got a good Christmas album. <laughs> yeah. a couple, couple songs on that with the family in the car. But other than that, I'm kind of all set with uh, the Beebs. Uh, yeah, but like, uh, I mean, we get it like movies now and yeah. stuff. TV, but you know what's kind of weird is like everybody's so anti like AR-15s and like, you know, these quote unquote, I'm doing the air quotes, uh, assault rifles. That's the Mockingbird Media. That... But they have them in movies and everyone's like, yeah, yeah. look at John Rambo kills this dude. Like, Desensitizing he, he, us. Yeah, but, yep. but then why, do they, why are people so cool with like taking guns? If you're desensitized to it, like the hypocrisy of it, I feel know? like the guy with the gun should be the always the bad guy, mm. and the guy that just fights with his bare hands, like Bruce Leesum, is the yeah. hero. Yeah. So it's like you don't need guns and let us take them from you. Yeah, I don't know. I like my movies with with the killing and the oh, violence absolutely. and everything. Absolutely. You know, you know, I watch them maybe differently than, than somebody else does. Everyone takes that in differently. Are they putting subliminal messages in those movies too? You know, well, do you watch like do you watch like TV and you just like, I mean, now that you're like, kind of what what is it woke woke man you know I'm woke but uh, not to be con- critically, you know critically not to be thinking, not that... to be confused with woke like woke liberal which uh, is no, like I, I look at it as, as now that I'm critically analyzing things now that i'm critically thinking i'm not just taking things at face value but you can see stuff like in tv and yeah. stuff and you, you just laugh now, now. Yep. you just laugh you're like oh i see where they're, they're going with this did you see the new match.com um ad no they got satan okay yeah living in his, you know in hell and he matches with some girl and he goes to meet her up in in earth you know here mm-hmm and she's like, oh, hi, I'm 2020. You know, and it's like matching Satan with 2020. 2020. But it's like, it's it's just giving like, okaying the devil. It's okay and occult. Uh, but yeah. I, I look at it and laugh because yeah. it's like, yeah, 2020 really yeah. sucks. And, and, so, and that's all CIA driven too. I mean, we're talking about MK Ultra and, and Mockingbird and, and the devil and... And the the actual Church of Satan, Anton LaVey, the other guy, I can't remember his name because we're just kind of riffing here. I didn't write it down to, to jog my memory, but he was like the second in command of the Church of Satan, and he was like a high-ranking public official. You could you could look that up on, on Google, Church of Satan member that was a high-ranking public official. He's got his eyebrows twisted up like like horns, <laughs> and and he looks like a freaking freak. Yeah. And, and this guy is sitting there in, 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 in office as, as an elected official. And, and he's probably dictating some of this stuff of what, you know, people can see, can't see, what, you know, what, what they deem access, acceptable. Well, getting into that deemed accept, you know, acceptable. <laughs> I can't say it either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? Uh, deem acceptable. Um, how about YouTube saying that they're going to, you know, what is it, take down or ban anybody that posts something that's like, not to their narrative about the election. Yeah, I mean, they can I do mean, it, though. Yeah, I know, but, you know, that's yeah. leads me into what I actually got. I won this one in the Facebook Court of Appeals. Uh, they put me in Facebook jail for three days. I subsequently got hit for a 30-day rip. Um, but another one they took the wrong way, but because of their algorithm, I got nailed. Yeah, of course. Um, but... But they hit me with this meme that I posted. I think it was on the political page we ran. 
And it was, yeah, was. modern-day book burning doesn't look like this, which is a, a pile of books being burnt. It looks like this, and it was like you have violated Facebook's terms of service. And they actually gave me three days in Facebook jail for that, for literally posting a meme about what they do. Yeah. They censor you for having a different opinion. Yep. And they censored you for calling them out on censorship. Yeah, yeah. which I thought was ironic, and I so actually stupid. laughed about it, and yeah. I fought it in the Facebook Court of Appeals and won. And then they hit me for 30 days, I think, out of retaliation. But uh, that one was... That one was for, you know, you know, we talk about algorithms and stuff. And this girl was talking about how much she hates police and all this stuff. And I said, like, well, if someone is has broken into your house and it, and no, if someone breaks into your house. Now, the, the key word there is if someone breaks into your house and is raping you and robbing your house, I hope you don't call the same, you know, police that you hate. And they must have, they hit me with like, I was hoping this girl got raped. I was just merely proving a point. Like, right. there's a reason for police. Yeah. Like, you, what are you going to do? You obviously don't believe in guns. Like, if you're, you know, a Democrat, I mean, really, I mean, there's very few yeah, Democrats that are, there's very few. Yeah. But there's a lot of them that think nobody should have the X gun, Y gun, whatever. But. But now I got off track. So let's get back to Operation Mockingbird. Now, is Facebook actually a PSYOP for Operation Mockingbird almost in present day? So where they use the television beforehand in you know the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s really, um, do they now move up to internet and you know, now using Facebook, because I don't think that cock actually made Facebook. No, not at all. I don't think he did at all. I think it was already a, a planned thing, a CIA experiment, don't you think? And do you ever look, watch that guy? He's like a robot. Like a, yeah, he's like a, you know, a drone, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's like not human. He's yeah. like a reptile. Yeah. Like, where they always say, like, there's reptilians around here. Yeah, he's when, the perfect When example. they bring that up, he is yeah. the reptilian. He is patient He was zero. the one drinking the water, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, they make fun of Trump drinking the water, but no one ever made fun of, really, of Zuckerberg drinking the water. In all honesty, I think they're just a bunch of assholes all drinking the same Kool-Aid, never mind water. Yeah, I mean, so... So we get into like, you know, like mind control and stuff. And I, I think there's like a big push for like uh, evil in this country, like devil worshiping and stuff like yeah. that. So you get into things like that. I mean, we could dive into, you know, a whole podcast about this. But like even the Super Bowls as of late, like, do you notice that they're all like the rituals? Devil, yeah, they're, they're rituals. All sports it, right now is nothing but a ritual. Yeah, the whole thing just, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. So bizarre. So bizarre. I wonder what the Super Bowl is going to look like this year with nobody in the audience. Noise pumped in. Electronic cutouts of people. It's just going to be ridiculous. Yeah. And then there'll be like three or four top dogs that actually get tickets and sit in some booth and we'll all be partying unmasked and do do as I say, not as I do. do. Yep. Yeah. And uh, it'll be sold to us, 
as uh, the the new normal, man, and that's that's the new thing now. But they the are normal. pushing that as like the new normal. I like yeah. see on people's Instagram like, oh, we made it through this oh, new yeah. way of life. Nope. Yep. No, it's not a new yep. way of life. They've, this is not they've life. They've all been fooled, man. They've all been fooled. So we, I mean, we say that. Do you, do you think then that I mean, we talked about Facebook and Twitter jail and how how those are kind of influencing our way of thought. I mean, do you think that maybe Mockingbird just went away and dissolved? And it did so because it was just so ingrained in the normal everyday stuff that that we do and we see and we say and we hear and we think and we and we live and and now it's just a, a part of normal business and and we're perfectly fine with just being fooled all the time about anything. I'm not okay with it, ma'am. Well, yes, and yes and no, yes and no. Do I? I don't think they're actually running Operation Mockingbird anymore. No, I think they're, they're using. They still use all the stuff the they learned from Operation Mockingbird yep. uh, currently. And you can see it in, like, everything. I mean, the like like I said, there there's people wearing masks in in commercials and stuff yeah. like that, like normalizing masks. Billboards, commercials, flyers. I'm seeing it everywhere. Everywhere. Now, everywhere, man. The mask stuff with all the advertising with masks on it and on the websites and the pictures and all that stuff. That came out as fast as Boston Strong, 9-11's Aftermath, whatever the hell the slogan was for that. They all got slogans developed by the Tavistock Institute, and they're all just like planned friggin' events, man. And we're yep. just sitting here watching all this shit. And now it's in America, it's it's definitely just ingrained in our society. The Smith-Month Act from, from the 40s that made propaganda something that shouldn't be, right? Happened when that happened, right? MK Ultra came into play, Mockingbird came into play. So did that Smith Munt Act happening, did the creation of, of MK Ultra and that program with the CIA, did that justify because it was a program of the CIA under the guise of medical necessity, did that null and void the fact that the Smith Munt Act passed? Now we had a period from the nineteen fifties and, and before all the way up into the mid um, 2010s, or I think it was 2012 that happened, and Obama put the 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 Smith Munt um, um, Re Reformation, uh, the Smith Munt shit. I'm drawing a blank on the on the name of on the exact name of what came after it. Smith Munt Modernization Act, right? So that made it so that propaganda again was legalized, or or it was able for for these people. So. They spent all these years studying all this stuff and getting people drugged Mastery. up and fucking with people and killing people and raping people and, and just treating people like fucking human guinea pigs. And now it's finally ingrained into us and it's global. That that put to bed MK Ultra and now this conspiracy theory seems like it's just laughable and something we tried because we're so friggin' used to it. And it took about 75 years or so for us to get so so used to it that right. it's just part of every everyday life. Well, you get into like, oh, they immediately like we debunked or we this person's a conspiracy theorist. Well, it was a big conspiracy about Hunter Biden. Mm-hmm. And now it's coming out even on the mainstream media. Yep. Oh, the news today about is about how out of control. about how Hunter Biden's doing all these crazy deals and stuff. But then all I can think of is okay, well now Joe Biden's going to get involved with that. Now he's going to be removed, and now we're going to have 
uh, Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's the writing on the wall. You, yeah, you heard it is, here. This is, is exactly how it's going to be. Is, and there's been so much getting back into Mockingbird and MK. So much predictive programming about that too. Yep. You know, I mean, you had the the husband. I don't care when he said it. If it was recently or if it was when the primaries were happening, which she only lasted like a freaking week in the primaries before Tulsi Gabbard freaking dismantled her. I like her. It, she had a great tweet out or not a tweet a facebook post that i saw or hers i'll have to go and look it up i'll tell you when, once we're, we're off of this and this, i went ahead and looked it up i cut it out and now we're back my protect women's sports act is based on science it safeguards equality and ensures a level playing field for girls and women competing in sports it upholds title IX's original intent which was based on the general biological distinction between men and women athletes based on sex. If you put a transgender that was a male that turned to a female into a powerlifting competition, that motherfucker is going to lift a hell of a lot more in the snatch and the friggin' squat and the How deadlift and anything. How sexist of you. Then call me sexist. <laughs> I am the patriarchy. I mean, geez, come on. It's a guy like, can live more than a yes, woman. No, you don't have to be a brain surgeon no, to figure that it's out. Just physically, the the structure, and they try and say, "Oh, it's the hormones," and, and it's 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 all a, 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 an offshoot of all the shit we've been talking about, man. They're trying to program us. They're trying to tell us how to think, and and it's that that they that's like that boogeyman. But well, like when you were a kid, like a tranny was like, like something bad like that taboo. was like there was someone something wrong with them yeah it was taboo and now it's like they're reading to school children yep like it's story hour oh, and it's like you should see the children's book section at barnes and noble there's a baby with a pink pussy hat <laughs> i shit you not there's a book about how hillary rodham clinton is just like the greatest friggin woman alive and all this bullshit all this mk ultra mockingbird bullshit that's sitting there on the shelves that my daughter will walk in and does not need to see a baby in a diaper with a pussy hat on its fucking head. So let, so let dad explain that. When we were kids, I don't think it was like this. I I mean, was I so... Unless we're just so conditioned and, and you know, I, I don't know. I don't remember it like this. I don't... No. I don't, I don't know. It's just... I'm not going to say that my door was friggin' unlocked at night and my neighbor came over to, to grab a cup of sugar. I grew up in Lawrence, Massachusetts. So <laughs> that wasn't fucking happening. There were bars on the friggin' windows if you lived on the first floor, you know? I mean, I've always lived here in this town and we locked the doors. Yeah. Like, that was just... Yeah. My there was too. no not locked the doors. Yeah. Like, we're not that so far apart from people. Yeah. We're not in Oklahoma. Yeah. You know, but there was just like a general, like... You were neighbors. Like you, it didn't matter who you voted for. Yep. It didn't matter any of that. Or was it because we were very naive and young and don't remember that? And now we're no. But even stuff. my parents were like that. Like yeah. everyone was neighborly. Yeah. Now it's kind of like in groups. Like I talked to oh, the guy I, next, my next door neighbor, yeah. because I know he's a Trump supporter. Yeah. I'm like cool with him, but the guy to the other side. I don't know if he's a Trump supporter. And isn't like, that the stupidest reason not to talk to somebody? But you can't so really stupid. get along with them because, like, especially as someone that's, like, woke or red-pilled yeah, or right, however yeah. you want to work it. Black-pilled. Yeah, like, yeah. I look at people and they bring up stuff and it's like, you're really going to go with that? Like, you, you, that's just CNN garbage. Like, yeah. it's just garbage. It doesn't make any sense. So, 
I don't know how they are. I don't know. But, like, I just notice with people, like, if you, if you talk to somebody that's red-pilled, there's, there's, like, Republicans and then there's red-pilled Republicans. And I feel like red-pilled Republicans are just way more, like, they don't even listen to Fox News at this point. Like, they know Fox News is, is part of that Operation Mockingbird. Yeah, but what percentage of those red-pilled Republicans are QAnon? I don't think you should, I don't think it's fair to, to, to pigeonhole people and, and put them into groups, you know? You either get it or you don't, I think, is what it really boils down to. Yeah, we're not. You know, we're there's, past there's, the point of the Great Awakening. Yeah, oh, people yeah. listening to this podcast yeah. know Be what's awake. going on. Yeah, yep. They're not. They're not coming yep. here going. Hmm. I want, let's hear something from the other side. That those it's times are few, done. Few, 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 and far between. And and if they are at that stage, I think they're just on the verge of, of waking up. You know, I don't know. I don't. And it the, sounds so kind of kind of weird too to say waking up and all that. It sounds kind of cheesy but what how else do you describe but it? then like i noticed that you don't look at the world you look at the world differently yeah like my whole life like how i go out about my business doing errands yeah it's just like you see program people like all around you yeah and you know i know i i don't know it's just it's all in your best interest eric it's all in your best interest because they told you it was. The, yeah. The obligatory they. For your safety. And you know, I, I personally, I think, I think, I think at this point, these programs are probably defunct, but the tactics and what they've learned from them are still alive and well today. And with them being alive and well today, um, I think that that's the uh, a, a great delusion that's been set out upon the, the world's population uh, to receive and believe just pure lies. And uh, that's, that's what's expected now, you know? Ostriches with a head in the sand. Nothing's going on around us. We're just seeing what we need to see. Well, which gets us into, like, uh, just to wrap up and finish this up, but, like, is the history we learned in school, is it really even the real history? No, those books were written by the Rockefeller Institute. And just... Uh, you know, just distributed to the schools so that they this can, is what you're gonna learn. Yeah, this is what you're gonna learn. Yeah, yeah, all this shit. I, like my kids are in school right now. If I could homeschool them, I would. But I can't. We got bills to pay. We got a mortgage and all that shit. Um, but yeah, if I could homeschool them, I would. But yeah, it's 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 all written by the Rockefellers. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll end there. Um, Next week, we're going to do a special podcast, only one week in between. Um, Matt found a interesting rabbit hole that he brought up to my attention, and I'm going to let him give you a little tease on what next week's going to bring. So, Eric, as you know, we live in New Hampshire, and in New Hampshire, there's a lot of land. There just happens to be 24,000 acres in the Upper Valley area, which is um, an area up Route Interstate 89 um, that borders a whole bunch of towns. And it was originally purchased by a New Hampshire native that had moved out west and started some banking business and then built some railroads and then brought all his buddies back to New Hampshire to start a wildlife preserve and a private hunting ground where they could shoot all these animals that aren't exactly native to the area. And it's just uh, funny how the, the location of this place um, is in coordination with another New Hampshire 
place of residence that uh, has been in the news as of recent past, and we'll get into that next week and hopefully tie it all together and at least give you a nice fun little history lesson on New Hampshire and some crazy thoughts that, that I may have on, on this particular area. All right, cool, man. Well, till next week. Till next week, people. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, wait a minute. Where can they find you? Well, so now I am I'm on nowhere. <laughs> banned everywhere. I'm, I'm banned everywhere. I mean, I'm banned on Facebook. Um, let's see. I, I changed my parlor and my Twitter are the same now. So it's both colored crayons one. Um, yeah. And find me on there. Um, you can always email us on the on the email. Is that the number one? Or the number one, okay. yep. It's colored crayons one, the yep. number one. Um I don't post much. Um I do it more to follow. Um just, But if this podcast gains steam, he'll be posting. He'll I'll be post stuff. I mean I don't I, I got a lot of memes and stuff I like to post, but I don't really have anybody that would actually follow me on Parlor. So Yeah, Parlor's a weird one. Yeah. Tommy G had one episode i think his last one about probably being a psyop but i haven't gotten that far into it so i'm looking forward to, to finishing that yeah and he goes into like response. dan bongino being like almost like a psyop like I don't believe, believe the media yeah but I, then he posts like new york 100%. times yeah yeah when i mentioned dan earlier i wanted to be a little bit politically correct about it you know depending on on who the audience is is listening but yeah, I, I think there's something something weird about him. Something weird about everything right now. I think any news you get, you take with a grain of salt. Yeah. Even if you think it is, you know, tip-top, you know, this is the news. No, it's not. It's not. Yeah. Um, you got to piece everything together. and you Basically, every single news article is a piece of the puzzle. Yeah. And then you find out what, all right, now I'm going to do my knowledge of... Yeah. The situation and how I would handle it, and this. Let's see what's what's the most accurate. I always say too to my wife, especially because we fight about this stuff all the time. Because every time something comes on TV, I start getting into it and ruining her experience of relaxing on the couch. Especially when the kids' movies are on and we get into Disney and stuff. But as long as I can control what's in the four walls of my home and my wife and my kids, and we're happy and we're healthy and we're safe. And, and we have what we need to survive, then I'm doing pretty good. Trump isn't going to save me if he gets reelected. Yep. Biden's not going to save me if, if he's the nominee because he's going to be handing out those, those stimulus payments and you know Trump with probably tax breaks and maybe he'd repeal the, um, the Social Security tax, the payroll taxes there. Um, the only one that's going to save us is us, man. And yeah. I, think, I think we're at a good start by... by doing this and shooting the shit and letting people know where our head's at and you know i really felt like we had something to say because we've been saying it for so long and on that note you can find me at deplorable chef one on twitter and um parlor but i don't do anything on parlor and i uh i i like to creep on twitter and i usually um troll you know some of the blue check marks and leave some witty comments and stupid shit like that so nothing serious this podcast is kind of what we do to get our our word out and feel like we're making a difference i hope so thank you thank thank you guys